Welcome to episode 76 of the BTB podcast. Today we have a very special guest, one of our dear friends, Dr. Anthony Golay, who talks about his background with chiropractic care and his very colorful career chasing the perfect business model to fulfill his life mission of inspiring the masses around the world to live their life purpose. He has achieved so many incredible things in his life, uh, being a part of the Australian Army, receiving awards for the most outstanding soldier and best at physical training. He has represented Australia at the World Championships for the Hawaiian Ironman Triathlon. He has been a chiropractor for over 14 years, founder and trainer at Firewalking Australia and executive producer of the top health rated documentary Overfed and undernourished but now he has found a home in the perfect business model as he says network marketing and has been in the network marketing profession for seven years with his wife katie they have reached one of the pinnacle positions in their company creating a global team with the tribal wellness movement and raising empowered families Dr. Anthony Golay's greatest joy is his marriage to his beautiful high school sweetheart, Katie, and their three children together, Xavier, Bodhi, and Zara. So buckle up. This is such a beautiful episode of just hearing about Ant's background and how he came to be within the network marketing space and the magic that he has created over the last seven years. Enjoy What if we could show you how to create an additional income stream that feels inspiring to you and leverages not only of your passions, but your zone of genius? Head over to babesinbusiness.net forward slash side hustle to download our free side hustle guide, a 40 page guide where we help you not only come up with your business idea, but help you set your rate, find your potential customers, help make your first few sales, come up with your point of difference and Ensure you have a profitable business that you can scale to create a life and career by design. Babes Talking Business, our podcast, is the sister brand to Babes in Business. It's our passion project geared towards female entrepreneurs, professional women, side hustlers, those with a day job and those full-time mamas striving to build their empire on the side, whether it's a traditional or non-traditional business, investments, startup, companies, or online social media influencers. Our podcast is a safe place where women can be vulnerable, honest, and tune in to be educated and supported to learn about the ins and outs of business, the highs and lows, and feel comfortable to talk about finances and multiple streams of income, along with the lingo that often comes with it that intimidates and prevents a lot of us women from approaching these subjects altogether. We not only mentor and encourage fellow entrepreneurs tuning in to build their own successful businesses, but teach them how to build confidence in themselves, reconnect with their why, let go of jealousy, and ultimately learn the power in connection because at the end of the day, that is what life and business is all about. This is a no BS podcast where we are committed to showing you what really happens behind the scenes of businesses' pretty highlight reels. So you can be reassured you are not the only one in the trenches and we can hopefully empower you with ideas on how to run your life and business in a way that feels energizing, inspiring and authentic to you and your mission.
We are your hosts. I'm Shani Thompson, and one of my biggest passions and missions in life is to revolutionize the way that women create abundance, to show you you can really have it all and create your next level, wildest dreams whilst being in a total state of ease and flow. I'm a blogger, a coach, and mentor to thousands of women around the world, a professional network marketer, a course creator, and above all, I'm just your everyday girl next door. And I am Lauren Kerr. I'm a published author, life and mindset coach, and professional network marketer. When I was studying my psychology degree, I stumbled across the term life above zero, which became my personal and professional mission to inspire others to create a life that they love instead of just settling for mediocrity and just doing what society expects you to do. I love helping women find clarity and fulfillment in their lives, relationships, and careers. So... On that note, let's talk business. I am so excited for today's episode because we have a dear friend of ours on the show today and mentor, friend, and we have shared so many incredible magic moments and just traveled around the world and we have just done so many fun things together and we finally get to have you on the podcast to share you with our audience and just hear about your epic story of life creation and just the magic you have created in your life and so welcome to BTB. Well thanks for having me just quietly don't let anyone know I'm a bit sad it's taken this long to get onto the show to get the invite but finally I'm here and this is definitely a highlight of my life so far. So thanks for having me. (laughs) Had to make you work for it. (laughs) I like that about you guys. (laughs) It's nice to have some masculine energy on the show too because most of the people that we've actually, um, I guess, interviewed, it's specifically in the network marketing space too, have been women. And it is a female-dominated profession. However, most of the seven-figure earners are males, including yourself. So... um, I don't know, how far should we go back? Should we talk about how you guys originally met or maybe just like a bit about your background and where you started? Uh, I think that's important. I, um, how far back? Mum was German, dad was Yugoslav. I, I grew up in northern New South Wales on the beaches. Love life, was very fit, thought I was healthy. Uh, I was lifeguarding. I was playing soccer at a high level. I was studying human movement. I thought I wanted to um, work with sports people. I was also in the Australian army, loved that, thrived in that space. And then uh, one day I woke up with an excruciating headache and that wasn't uncommon for me, uh, but this one was different. And so by the end of the day, I was literally rolling on the ground, like pulling my own hair out. So uh, mum called, I was still living at home. Mum called the ambulance and Um, I was in hospital and next thing I had meningococcal and I almost died. Uh, And I'd been with my girlfriend at the time, um, maybe about six months. Uh, She's now my wife of many, many years. But uh, yeah, I was kind of out of it for about uh, four days. And when I came to, uh, Kate said, you know, you know what you've had? I said, no idea. And she said, you got manager cockle? And I kind of laughed. I said, but I still got my arms and legs. And she burst into tears. It wasn't that funny. Uh, but yeah, three other people died in the hospital at that time. 
And for me, it was a real turning point because um, they say your voids become your values. And for me, I thought I was healthy. I was fit, but I wasn't healthy. Otherwise, you don't almost die. And so it put me on this pursuit of um, understanding why, what, what actually gets people well and keeps them well for an entire lifetime. And so I wound up um, at a chiropractor because I had neck pain and back pain. When I went into the hospital, you get this dirty big needle and get a lumbar puncture done. So I had back pain and neck pain. So I thought, oh, I'll go see a chiropractor. And I wandered into this chiropractic practice and um, it blew my mind. There were nanas walking past, high-fiving each other. There were little babies getting their nervous systems fine-tuned. And I, I kind of, I thought that I thought it, but I actually said it to the chiropractor. I think I want to be a chiropractor. And he said, oh my gosh, there's a seminar on this Friday. Um, I'll take you there. And so I was like, oh, okay. And then two days later, I was back there and he's like, do you have a girlfriend? I said, yeah. Do you love her? I'm like, oh gosh, I don't know. It's pretty early. Do you think you'll marry her? Like, man, where are you going with this? He said, well, if you're going to be a chiropractor, she needs to come and understand what this is all about. So bring her along as well. So at the end of the week, we end up at this uh, seminar and I just heard the most incredible stories of healing and how the body actually works and this thing called innate intelligence. And I was in, I was so in, uh, and Kate was as well. So we then, um, I finished that human movement degree, moved to Melbourne, studied chiropractic. We opened practices, um, together. We ended up opening about seven practices over the course of our time in that profession and practiced all over the world. And Kate got into, um, detoxing and live blood analysis and all this. So we ran uh, wellness centers as well and uh, absolutely loved it. I really enjoyed helping people um, honor the intelligence that runs their body and honor the intelligence that is tapped into the universe. Uh, and so we did workshops on all sorts of things around stress and exercise and um, I, I really embrace that the word doctor means to teach. And so that was my biggest role. And I really loved doing that. So that's, that's how I kind of came to be on that path. So special. And so how long, how long was that journey? Because this is, this podcast is all about business. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are listening who are passionate about health, have passions of their own. They get in traditional business. So how long were you in traditional business for with your chiropractic centers? Uh, 14 years. So, uh, yeah, we opened our, I actually opened a practice while I was at uni and, uh, my, my chiropractor who I wandered into his center, he's like, we should open a practice together. I'm like, dude, you know, I can't like help people. Yeah. I don't have the bit of paper. He's like, no, no, no. We'll hire a chiropractor, but you do all the marketing and I'll hire the chiropractor and Kate can run the business. So we were already running a chiropractic center while I was at uni. And uh, it was huge because I got to really experience what it was like. And then most people, when they go to uni, um, it's all about the bit of paper. But I said to him, what do I need to do to be a great chiropractor? And he said, uh, first one, you've got to be a great speaker. And so go do Toastmasters. And um, I went once and it was all old people and I hated it. And I never went back. But I knew I had to be a good speaker. So <clears throat> I just, I got into that space and I'll tell you how in a second. And then the second one he said is go do Amway. 
And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, Amway. I'm like, no, no, that's the thing I saw. My parents, like they got dressed up funny and would go to people's places and then were never invited back and they lost lots of friends and that's a bit weird. And he's like, no, no, it's not about that. It's about the personal development. So it's a like book of the week or book of the month and tape of the week. And he gave me this suitcase full of cassette tapes by John Maxwell. And so when I moved to Melbourne to study, um, I would put these cassettes into my Sony Walkman and put my headphones on and I would go and I'd go uh, wash cars before class. And uh, it wasn't about the cars, that was my space. And I just filled my mind with all this incredible knowledge of um, these great philosophers and, and leaders and, and mindset coaches. So then, uh, yeah, we opened um, our own practice on the Gold Coast and then a second one. And I thought bigger was better. And that's the way to get leverage and get your time back is to open more centers. And man, was I so wrong. So we got to five at a time at one stage and we had about 30 staff and uh, it just wasn't fun. Nothing about it was fun. It felt like um, adult daycare. And uh, I remember rarely would we take a holiday, but you knew when you did something was going to go wrong. And so we're on this holiday and I get a phone call because the roof had leaked and it, water had got on the x-ray machine and the $90,000 x-ray machine just broke. And then one of the chiropractors got bitten by a spider, so he wasn't coming in. So one of the whole practices was not functioning. And I was like, I, I did all the right things. I, I studied. I got three degrees. I started my own business. Now I'm expanding. I did all the right stuff, but it's not equating to what I was told would result in freedom and happiness. And uh, and it just, yeah, my poor wife, like Katie, she wore the brunt of all the back end. Like no one really teaches you all the stuff, the back end of running a business. So, you know, it was affecting our relationship. We had three kids under five at the time. And so it all kind of just... Um, I don't know if you've had this experience where you're like, no, I've got this vision. You know, it's, I'm going to have a hundred centers. That was my vision. And this is just the universe testing me. And uh, I really <laughs> believe that. Like, no, I just got to push harder. And that it wasn't a true vision uh, because I wasn't inspired. I wasn't in spirit anymore. It wasn't coming from insight. It was out of wow, I think people would really look up to me if I had a hundred centers. Like there was a lot of ego. There was a lot of significance. It was like, how do I, I'm, I consider myself a good chiropractor, but how do I stand above? Like just dumb shit, if I can say that looking back. And so I think, um, you know, the universe was looking out for me, just saying this is not the right direction. <laughs> So, um, so meantime, I'd watched, oh, the other thing I was going to say, we got heavily involved with um, personal development with Anthony Robbins and John Martini and just incredible minds. And so I, I got to be on uh, his security team, on Anthony Robbins' security team, which wasn't about security. It was more just, you know, making sure that the event went smoothly. But I got to be backstage with him and I got to be at the front of the stage where he was kind of speaking to the audience. So I got to see the audience, but it was like he was speaking through me. 
So when I started doing workshops for my chiropractic centers and I started speaking, uh, all of those years of being in Anthony Robbins' presence, it just kind of, I don't know, somehow permeated. And so when I spoke, I really enjoyed it. And the response from the audience was what I wanted it to be because I'd had that experience of seeing what he did, but looking at the audience, which was just really, you know, I think it was one of the best things that I got to do. It wasn't about security. It was just being in his presence and seeing how he operated and seeing that the person on stage was the same person backstage. And he was just a genuinely uh, amazing human being. So where did we get to? I kind of went off on a tangent there, didn't I? No, I love it. And I think it's important to know the background because, I mean, not knowing you guys for nearly seven years now, I am privy to the information about the behind the scenes and the journey that you and Katie have been through to get to where you are today. And I think it's really important to highlight the, the journey from the beginning because a lot of people may look at, you know, people in our profession and go, oh, they, they're just lucky or they just... I don't know, they just struck gold or what is, I heard someone call it the other day, they just caught lightning in a jar or something, but people don't understand that there's been a journey there. Like you guys have, you started your own business while you're still at university. You had all those mentors around you, you did the Amway thing, you opened the seven centers, you went through the traditional business path and the pains of that. And Although it may look like, oh, it's happened so quick for that person, it's actually been for you guys. Like, what, how long ago was that first center open? Did you say 20 something, no, 30 something years ago? Yeah, it would be 20 years. Yeah. And I, I agree wholly. Sometimes I do feel a bit like our journey in network marketing has been relatively easy. Um, but it was the 20 years prior that we did all the personal and professional development. Yeah. We'd built a huge network we had poured into a community like doing these workshops week in week out for years with no asking for nothing selling nothing and so when we came into it we'd already done 20 years of what most people have to start doing when they start their network marketing career so um yeah there was a little bit you guys came in with the skill set yeah And so we had all these people where we could just say, hey, I found something that that really makes sense to us. I have no idea if it could be for you, but take a look. And so we had some credibility. We had, you know, I said we'd added huge value to lots of people over time. Uh, But I don't want people to get confused by going, oh, well, I haven't done that. So I can't do this. Because then what we had to do is that the network you already know is only going to get you so far. If you don't create a system where you can teach people to build their own network, um, it's going to be capped again. And that's where I had to kind of reflect and go, all right, how did I do this? And how can I teach other people to do it? Um, And I wasn't on social media. You know, when I started network marketing, I had an account, uh, but I didn't set it up. One of my staff had, I'd never used it. Um, It's funny because when I was a chiropractor, I was the chiropractor who... When I got to actually look after people and do the workshops, that was the, the cream on top. That was the fun stuff that people didn't see. I was the one out in shopping centers or at gyms or at 
daycare centers or wherever there were people gathered, I was there in my community um, talking, doing free spine checks, uh, just trying to add value, which, you know, it really did put me in a good position to do network marketing where most people are not used to uh, getting rejected. I don't call it rejected. The person, that's just not what they want at that time. There's no rejection. There's nothing personal about it. But for me, it was easy to go, you know, ask 100 people if they want to get their spine checked today and have 90 say no. It was just well, not everyone wants to get their spine checked today. Who cares? It's not a personal attack on me. So moving into network marketing where most people don't wake up going, oh, I think I want to start an online business and build a team today. And that's just not on people's minds. But when you can have the conversation that uh, are they happy and is the trajectory that they're on likely to make them happy in two or three or five years time? And if the answer is no, and you're not going to change, um, pretty good chance you're going to be where you are now. And so if they're open to a, a different way, then maybe this could be it. But I think the thing that really... Um, was the clencher for me of saying yes to network marketing because what happened when my chiropractor did say hey go do Amway uh, I didn't but I did another one there was another company and I, I quite liked the products and I did it for a while and had some some reasonable success but I was like I, I spent you know seven years at uni to get three degrees um, I'm a doctor you know I, I'm not going to do this network marketing thing still because that's kind of below me and I know you could be successful at it but only if you are kind of desperate and nothing else works so that was my impression of it and so I dabbled in a couple but when I said yes to the current company I'm with um, it was because I'd watched some mutual friends um, kind of go from just stay-at-home mom he was in corporate and uh, they had little kids as well I think they had three under three and I watched a friend um, kind of work her way up to the top of the company and was able to retire her husband. And I was watching them take the holidays, have the quality time with their kids, uh, no degrees, no huge overheads, no uh, big bank debt like I had at the time. And, uh, and she was really clever because sometimes friends – they're friends. You don't start talking and taking business advice. It's not, it's weird, right? But she knew to put someone else in front of me that I would probably strike a chord with. And so this guy came across from the UK and he'd done, I think, a couple of hundred pounds uh, for the month. I'm like, okay, that's pretty good. He was like early 20s. He's like, that's pretty good. He'd just flown from Spain to Vegas to Australia, was flying back to Spain. Um, yeah, no degrees. I'm like, maybe I got it wrong. Maybe, maybe that path society <laughs> told me about and my parents told me about is not the path. And so I couldn't deny what I saw in front of me. And so I actually got really lit up about the, the business model. Not so much. I knew I knew network marketing worked, but the way he did it, um, it was cool. It wasn't weird. It wasn't getting dressed up and being someone you're not trying to impress someone to say yes to make a transaction. 
it was actually just really um, natural and it was relationships. So I'm like, I could do this. And I never forget, we were in the thick of, you know, having a bunch of practices, all the staff, uh, banking not going great. And poor Katie, she was just up to her eyeballs. And I came home from this event and I said, so excited. We're going to do this thing. We're going to give it a crack. And it was just the eye roll, like, oh, my gosh, like we need something else on our to-do list. And, uh, and we kind of, she agreed, like, we're, we're not heading in the right direction, but we never thought network marketing would turn into the plan A. So anyway, we, because we already had the network and the structure, I put on a few workshops. We'd, we sold a bunch of product. We had a bunch of team come on board and we kind of chipped through the first few levels of the, the compensation plan really fast. And I was like, yeah, got this. We'll crush this. And then I kind of had this, oh my gosh, I, have I actually said yes to this? But I'm still Dr. Anthony. Like I had this whole identity crisis of, but wait a sec. Oh my gosh, what am I going to tell people? I'm a network marketer, like, but I'm Dr. Anthony. And so we're probably six weeks in and I read GoPro. I read this book and there was a chapter and there was a page and there was a line and it said, all the top earners always go to conference. And, uh, and I knew conference was coming up shortly because uh, my, my mentor, the person introduced me, would be telling me about conference, you got to go to conference. Like it's in Memphis. Like I, if we had time to travel, Memphis wouldn't be in like my top thousand places to go. So why would, <laughs> it's not even going to be fun. Like, and I don't need to be in another conference. But I read that line and I walked into the house. We're in our little, I was in my cabana and I was reading this and I walked in, I said to Kate, oh my gosh, guess what? We're going to Memphis. And she was like, <laughs> I roll. She's like, you're dreaming. Like, look at our schedule, look at our calendar. And I said, look, we've got some good early success in this, but I don't even know if I want to do it. So we're going to go and we're just going to take a break from life and then after that, we can decide whether we're all in or all out. And um, I don't know, she trusted me, thank goodness, because we go there and we had fun. I think that was the first thing. Life was so serious. We'd had a good, yeah, like 15, 20, well, it'd be 15 years at the time of just intense personal development and leadership. And we kind of lost sight of why we were doing it. And we get to this and we had fun. We, Kate danced on bars at Coyote Ugly and we just, we went to Vegas and we stayed out all night and we had no kids there. And that was the, really the first um, thing where it was like, this is cool. We want to have more of this in our life. And I, even though there were 10,000 people in the room, just going crazy for fruit and vegetables in a capsule, I was a bit disappointed. <laughs> I was like, where is this for chiropractic? Because at the time, the chiropractic profession was just falling apart. And I was like, I want to go back and create 10,000 people in a room for chiropractic. And I went back and I tried to pursue growing the five practices into 100. Kate, though, caught the vision at that event. And so she... Sorry for the dogs in the background. So she... Um, she saw what this could do for women. Uh, she's a powerful woman, but 
she was able to just allow people to be themselves and pour into them. And I might share what happened. So we're at Coyote Ugly and the event had finished and all these women are dancing on the bar. And as, hey, honey, it's okay. And it was a, um, as a guy, it was a very cool experience. But I saw this, um, this lady in the crowd kind of looking up at the bar, wanting to hop up. And she still had like a, um, just a jumper on, uh, like she wasn't dressed to be out and she was a little bit overweight and very self-conscious. And you'd see this glimmer in her eye that she wanted to hop up. And my darling wife just reached down, grabbed her and pulled her up onto the bar. And so this is happening and I'm down there watching. And then I saw where the lady was standing. Her friends around her were just like bawling. And I went over like, oh my gosh, what's my wife done? Like I'm apologizing. So no, you have no idea that lady, um, her son or daughter, she's autistic. And um, she hasn't, she haven't left her in like six or seven years. And this is the first time that she's out and left her and just look at her. And next thing, this lady, she's on the bar and she is just going for it. And all her inhibitions have come apart and she's <laughs> running her stuff. And, uh, and Kate saw that I was talking. She stepped down, heard the story. She starts bawling. And it was the perfect metaphor for this business where a, a person, a woman, a man, not a man on a bar, that would be weird. But Kate popped up. She was shining. She saw someone else, gave her a hand up, stepped away and let her shine. And, and Kate was just, she was all in because that's what she was about. So we got back and then Kate did what she does. She went to the UK and learned from whoever was doing the best in our company, in the profession. She went and hung out with them. And I think that's one of the key things we learned from Anthony Robbins, like, Success leaves clues. Just go model what people are doing well. Um, be teachable. Let go of your ego and just do what they do. And that's going to be the shortest path to success. Not thinking you're all that and trying to recreate the wheel and oh, I've got this idea. Fabulous. Park your idea. Just do what works to start with. And ideas can flourish later. But if you want to get some early wins. So she did that. And she said to me that she fired herself from our traditional business, which I was very upset about. It was like a divorce of sorts. And uh, mm -hmm. I was like, that's okay. I'll just go find another one of you. And then soon realized that's not possible. And my staff actually pulled me aside in my chiropractic center and said, um, what are you doing? Like, what do you mean? I said, well, it's just not the same in here anymore. And in my head, I'm like, well, you get paid regardless you're here so no when you were here and you were on purpose and it was we wanted to be at work and yeah we do get paid either way but we want it to be busy we want it to be and so I was kind of trying to fake that I was still enjoying what I was doing but I was so much more lit up um, with network marketing and what I loved about being a chiropractor about the teaching and helping people realize their own innate brilliance and and um, kind of help them extract their potential and live that life. Uh, I still got to do, but not just inside four walls in a certain time frame. I got to do it whenever and wherever I wanted on a global scale. So yeah, it was, it was a huge decision, but nine months into our journey, we were able to sell 
all of our centers bar one, because I never thought I wouldn't be a chiropractor. Um, and then at the three year mark, what we were doing uh, financially with our company uh, had well and truly surpassed. And so, yeah, we sold our last center and uh, it was like your first business is like your first baby. You know, you, you think of the idea and you give birth to it and you raise it and um, it's beautiful, but it was like we were selling our first baby. And then I went through this whole identity crisis again, like, oh my gosh, now I'm not Dr. Anthony. Well, who am I? Am I a network marketer? And uh, should I be proud of that? And that, that's still a continual journey um, where when people say, well, what do you do? And I'd hide behind, oh, I got this online wellness program kind of thing. And whereas now it's like, man, I'll share the story in a second of where I'm sitting and how I came to be here. Um, Cause I think it, it's a, a great metaphor for what's possible with this profession. And I think like, let's fast forward. So it's been, you guys have been in network marketing now for over seven years. What's, how long has it been? Eight years? I want to say eight, seven. Um, And what you guys have created is phenomenal. And right now, (laughs) hence the the barking dogs in the background, you are sitting in your dream farm with all the animals that you've got cows, you've got dogs, you've got this beautiful property. So maybe fast forward to that so you can sort of share what you guys have been able to create. I mean, you've got three beautiful kids, you get to homeschool them, you have flexibility, freedom. Maybe talk a little bit into that so we can sort of hear what's come to fruition in the last seven years. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, at the three-year mark, we we sold our last practice and we we bought um, a magnificent home on the beach in northern New South Wales. Um, it's like a three-story walk up, and the third level is just a parents' retreat. And yeah, we got these three beautiful children, and it's got the pool, and we built a home office at the end of the pool, and it was just like this tropical eco luxury resort and the magnesium spa. And it's just, it truly is um, incredible that I'm so grateful and I'm so uh, every, every day is a pinch yourself moment because I think about if I didn't say yes to this and I didn't um, start conversations with a few certain people, um, I wouldn't be here. And you have all of these sliding door moments. Like if I had to said yes there or no there, and then the next one, yes there or no there, that all the times I said yes to this and said yes to my vision and not the fear allowed us to be here. And so, uh, and this is the other thing. When, when you see someone successful in network marketing, sometimes people equate, oh, they, yeah, they must be lucky or, oh gosh, all these money beliefs kind of come into the the belief of the success. Um, and so when you realize that every dollar in that person's bank account helps someone either improve their health or improve their quality of life or you know, provided a service or it had a it had them welcome to a community or help them create income, like all the money that's arrived to them has come from nothing but good. And um, so anyway, I had this beautiful home, but then my children and my wife 
um, are just so fond of nature. And uh, I started horse riding with the kids and Kate's always loved cows. And so it came really evident that we were getting called towards the land. Um, and so with, my, with our company, um, they also have a really beautiful indigenous leadership element to it. So we got to hang out with some um, Aboriginal elders that had a, a profound effect on us. And we just realized we wanted to live closer to the earth, um, have our own land, grow our own food, drink from our own creek, um, you know, harness energy from the sun. And we started uh, visioning this. We started applying this, but we also did it with our children. And as a result of that experience, we ended up kind of looking at our kids going, what did we wish that we learnt growing up? And are our kids learning it? And the answer was no. And I'm like, well, let's provide that experience. And I was like, well, at school, how much of the time there is it a positive influence and how much of it is a negative influence? And then how much time does it take to undo the negative influence? And I was like, I'm going to offer them if they'd like to school from home. And they said, yes, uh, which was a surprise. But next thing we're at home and we tried to bring the curriculum home, but then we realized that's dumb because that's, we're trying to get away from a curriculum. And then all the things that I had learned over the past 20, 30 years through personal development, I started teaching them. I started teaching about visioning and super conscious creation and their values and who they were and to honor that and how to negotiate conflict, all this stuff. And to have the time and the financial resources to do that has been the greatest gift of network marketing. Because um, it's not the money, it's what it allows you to do. And so to pour into your children and to be the predominant um, influence for them and teach them these things that, you man, if you knew that at 10 and you only just learned at 40, just what a great start to life that is. So we're doing all this stuff. Anyway, we start looking at property and um, I hate shopping. I, I'm a proper guy and I, if I go to the shops, it's to get something and bring it home. None of this looking and touching and all that stuff. So property was no different. So every time I'd see a property come up and we'll go inspect it, I'd walk onto it going, yeah, there's my shed. There's my, it was already mine in my mind. But the market here is absolutely crazy at the moment. And so we missed out on a couple of properties. And so I kind of like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. I'm not looking anymore. We're just going to get in our caravan and we'll go do that for a while. But then this property popped up and I watched the video. And I was like, this is way cool. And I showed it to Katie and she burst into tears. And by this stage, I'd written a comprehensive list of everything that our ideal property would have from what's on it to the composition of the land, to the fig tree, to the creek, to the food forest, everything. And so we get an inspection of this place and we come onto the property and I already know exactly how it looks in my mind, but we're driving up the driveway and typically the owner's not there when you do an inspection. But the lady's standing there and I said to Kate, she looks really familiar. And we opened the door and I said, you look really familiar. And she goes, yeah, I'm Jen. And so it turned out that um, this was another top 
leader, top income earner in another network marketing company. And so we'd connected online, we'd kind of helped each other out with some stuff. And I want to pause the story for a second there because when you get to, um, I don't like the word mingle, when you get to interact with top leaders across the profession, they are so abundant. They are so giving. They just want to help. They have no vested interest in, in, in you, but they want to see this profession rise as a whole. And, and that was really shocking to me because if you're at an industry event anywhere else, they're typically not helping each other. They're trying to get ideas from each other, but you're in competition. So anyway, we look at the farm. The agent shows us around. It's even better than what we thought. Um, our kids run off with their kids. They start playing. Um, hubby gets home. We start chatting. We hit it off. And I, I said to them, I, we love this place, guys. We, we would really love to have it. And that we really want you to have it. It's so important to us. It goes to a good family. Because um, they're off to another country to launch um, that, their company in that country. So anyway, I'm, this is mine. This is my farm. Uh, and then the agent excuses himself to go show the next person. I'm like, why is there even another person here? This is already my property. And this lady, she's in her latest Mercedes and she's dressed to the nines. I'm like, oh gosh, here we go. So next day uh, we put in our offer and the agent gets back to me and says, um, thanks for your offer. Um, you know, th they appreciate that. And they really want you guys to have it. Um, the lady who came in after you, she offered a significantly like several hundred thousand dollars more than you guys. Um, but what they wanted me to tell you is um, they want you to have it. So they don't expect you to match the offer, uh, but if you could increase it a little bit. I'm like, who are these people? This is insane. They're, they're gonna leave money on the table. And he said, they, wanted, they were trying to explain to me that this is what they do. They help people realize their dreams. And the agent, he was almost choked up trying to say it because obviously he has a commission attached to it, but I don't think he's seen this before. So anyway, we put in our next offer and then the agent calls and he's like, yep, great, all good to go. And I'm like, we're just, this is so amazing. It's so cool because both you amazing ladies were, were in our house at the time and you got to see this journey. So we're on this high, high, high. And then I get another call from the agent going, look, the other lady, her offer is cash. And so, and it's now significantly more again. They still want you to have it, but there might be a problem because we will need to sell our beachfront house to move to this property. And so meantime, I get a message from, from Jen saying, hey, can we chat? We want to share our thoughts. And I immediately just went from a high to a low going, oh my gosh, here it is. The, it's not you, it's me talk, but we got to go our separate ways. So um, we jump on the phone and we're just like, you know what? You guys are amazing that you would even consider um, us for this and leaving money on the table. And, but we couldn't do it to you guys. You can, you can head overseas, you got cash in the bank, it's done, we'd have to sell our house. So she lists, she heard us out. And then she stopped and go, well, we're just calling to let you know um, we choose you. 
and Kate and I just start bawling. We can't talk. And she's on there and going, uh, are you there? And we're like, <laughs> and so it was just one of those beautiful moments. And then we go back downstairs and you girls are there. And it was like, oh my gosh, we got a farm. Uh, and then the next day, uh, she messages again saying, hey, just um, give me a call. So I call, I'm like, here we go again. It's, it's not you, it's me, the separation talk. And she goes, have you guys thought about it over the week, like overnight? Um, I just want to make sure you haven't got cold feet. And uh, I'm like, Jen, hot, boiling up, feet on fire. We are no cold feet. And she said, oh, thank goodness. We, we 100%, you know, we couldn't sleep. We definitely want you guys to have it. That lady keeps coming back. Her offer was like half a million more than ours. And she's like, oh, thank goodness. We want you guys to have it. So I tell you this story uh, for several reasons. The top leaders in network marketing um, are phenomenal. The, the, imagine having the abundance mindset. Imagine having where money's not an issue anymore. You just want to do what's in your heart for other people and how that would feel to you to be able to do that. And, and that's available to you, whether you're in network marketing or you're considering it or you're just started your journey, that the way that this works, you can build whatever you like. Um, and then the second one is don't get attached to how it's going to happen. The biggest thing is having a vision. So all five of my family members, we carved this vision. Like we would talk about it. We would come obsessed about it. We have pictures of the cows that we wanted to get on a property once we got one. And I kid you not, this property comes with the exact cows. And then like we've even got, um, it's already had babies. So there's one here named Lulu and Jimmy and it, it's, it's totally wild. And so if you get so obsessed with the vision of what you do want to the point where it compels you into action, if you think you have a vision, if you think you're inspired from insight, but it's not moving you into action, it's not truly a vision because something will stir inside of you to the point where you can't not do something towards it. And distraction becomes obsolete. You have blinkers on and you are so tunnel vision on where you want to go. And it will happen in ways that you can't forecast. There's no way we could have predicted we would end up on this dream property the way that we did. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm here. We haven't got it yet. It's still in transaction, but I'm here for my orientation today to, uh, to learn how everything works. And so I just happened to be here when we're doing this podcast. So it's kind of surreal to be talking about it as I sit here and my dog runs around with their dogs, um, in the background. So yeah, uh, what we've got <laughs> to create in, uh, again, this is another point, seven years of uni. Okay. And then 14 years in business didn't create what we've done in this in seven years. And even if you didn't have a network, even if you had no um, leadership or communication skills, they're all things that 
you would typically pay tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars to go learn that you're going to get basically for free um, when you join a network marketing company. And the team that's going to provide that and mentor you, it's like this uh, apprenticeship in personal development and life skills and leadership and all these things that you get. And so even if you're starting from scratch and you go, all right, let's not call it where can I be in 12 months or three years or five years, but if I invested 10 years and the first three years, I didn't expect any return. Because if you go do a university degree, you're not getting paid. You just got a big hex debt or a big bill at the end of it and a piece of paper. Um, and so if you just took it on with that mindset and go, I'm just going to learn, I'm going to learn the skills because then once I have the skills, they'll pay me for a lifetime. Um, and I have a vision, then it's something truly magnificent that can be created. It's so powerful and something that I just want to, I guess, reinforce and or reiterate what you said even before, but you were talking about what you've been able to create in the last seven years is that piece that you said on, what are you doing and where do you want to go and what do you see yourself do you see yourself getting there with what you're doing now or do you need to do something different because I think there's a lot of people who think they're doing the right thing you're in traditional business they've done the study but like you said it got to a point where you're like I can keep doing this but is this actually going to be the end goal um so there'd be a lot of people in that, Shannon and myself were included we weren't looking for network marketing but we knew what we wanted to create. And at some point we had to have an honest conversation with ourselves, being like, this isn't going to get us where we're going. And I think most people, if they gave themselves the space to have that honest conversation with themselves about, all right, where do I want to go? If I keep on this trajectory, am I going to get there? Most people's answers will be no. But I feel like the only people who get to create what we all have is the people who actually get honest with themselves to answer those questions so they then can actually go and create something different for themselves. Because those seven years would have gone by anyway and you'd be still doing what you were doing if you didn't have that honest conversation with yourself. So true. So true. I've loved, I've loved the recap of the story. I've heard it a million times, but I think it's so important that we have it on our podcast for our listeners to just instill some hope in people and also just give them some I guess, a journey that they can go on. And I know for me, when I first started in network marketing, I needed to hear stories like this to keep me going, to keep me plugged in when it got hard and when it was like, am I going to be great at this? Should I even do this? Am I on the right path? Like I needed to hear stories like this. So just want to honor you Anne, and say thank you for going first and obviously introducing me to this and mentoring Loz and I over the years like we wouldn't be where we are without you so thank you so much for being on thank you for sharing your story and can't wait to hang out on the farm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to get there and meet Lulu the cow <laughs> I'm sitting in your guest house um, if it's okay I want to give people a bonus and it's going to dispel a myth about network marketing and that is that only the people at the top um, do well or you've got to get in early and most compensation plans or you want to look at make sure the compensation plan allows you to do better than the person who introduced you and that's a true testimony that um, the compensation plan is fair and I just want to acknowledge you Shani 
um, for reaching the highest of high uh, positions in our company, one above what I am, which just goes to show that when you introduce someone, if they do bigger and better, they can, uh, they can do better than you. And I think that's the beautiful thing about this profession. You want to find people who are better than you and you want to rub shoulders with them. You can uh, recruit, for lack of a better word, not just down, but across and up. You want to find people who are amazing uh, and show them the vision. It's not just people who are looking at this through desperation, uh, but it can be through inspiration. So congratulations to you amazing ladies um, for everything you've done with the podcast, but also within your businesses in such a short period of time at such a young age. It annoys me. It peeves me that you're so young and you've done so well um, and that you get to have babies one day and you can be totally present there with them and you've already set yourselves up financially and lifestyle wise. So such a huge inspiration to so many other people. Uh, and I'm so proud of you both. Thank you. Thank you. We love you. <laughs> wow. What an amazing episode. I hope you're feeling inspired after that conversation and empowered to make some changes and choices in your life. Now, don't forget to let us know if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review. It really helps us know that we're on track with serving you guys and also majorly supports our channel. And you may even be in the running to be the shout out of the week. Every week on Instagram, we share one of our reviews with our network. So please be sure to leave your Instagram handle or your website in your review so we can share you with our amazing community. If you head over to the link in our bio on Instagram at Babes Talking Business, you can get access to so many of our goodies, including the link to our bib shop. It's a crazy cute online merchandise shop that donates 100% of profits to a non-for-profit charity every month. So head over and check out who we're donating to this month and get yourself something super cute to wear. You can also find in our Instagram bio our books. You can get your hands on Life Above Zero by Lauren Kerr or The Four Year Career with Shani Thompson. Both super easy reads and incredible books to help you expand and evolve in even deeper ways. Now, don't forget to head over to the show notes. You can check out any of the links or the books or the references we mentioned in this episode. And before we go, we just want to say thanks so much for being here, for committing to being the best version of you and for showing up for you today. You are freaking amazing. Now, if you think that there is someone in your life that could really benefit from this episode, while you're feeling super inspired, please hit the share button and send them this episode right now. And the reason we're asking you to share the love is because you get what you give. And the more that you give and inspire, the more you get in return. Head over to www.babestalkingbusiness.com to check out all of our other podcasts. And we just want to say we are sending you so much love and we hope to see you soon.